I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Recording. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Fail Like an Artist with your hosts, Julie Battisti and me, Phoebe Ganza, a podcast discussing all the ways we've failed as artists with insight, advice and humour. Each episode, we will discuss a failure and what we've learnt from it. And in this week's episode, we're talking about self-doubt and the importance of studio buddies. But first... Howdy doody. <laughs> Howdy doody. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hey, Phoebe. Breaking news. You're coming to Dunedin. I'm coming to Dunedin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to stock up on um, on heating pellets so that we can keep the house warm for you. You're going to be in for a shock. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like the cold, Julie. Maybe I'll try. <laughs> Why are you Maybe coming to, to Dunedin? <laughs> I'm only coming to see you. <laughs> this is so exciting. Just in case you're new to the podcast and you, or you don't really know much about the background um, behind the, you know, our story... Julie and I have never, ever met in real life. We are internet friends. <laughs> so you guys, you generous donation givers, have enabled us to book me a flight, or two flights actually, to get to, 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 get to Dunedin, which is in the South Island of New Zealand. So there's two islands in New Zealand, if you don't know your geography. Um, and I'm at one end and Julie's at the other very very far down the bottom <laughs> the cold part <laughs> stop i'm excited <laughs> all right and all of a sudden okay. this has turned into a geography lesson <laughs> sorry i don't know how that happened <laughs> phoebe is coming to see me and we're going to catch up in person is the cliff notes version <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm really tired i haven't been i i haven't slept <laughs> My daughter seemed to get a memo that any day that we're going to do a podcast, she's going to wake up really a lot of times in the night. And then I can't be succinct when I talk. (laughs) (laughs) It's very exciting. 
we wanted to just say thank. I wanted to just, to just say thank you. That's why I want. I wanted to say thank you because we're excited. I'm excited. Can thank you, you tell? Thank you so much, everyone. We're going to make a big deal about that in August. So a few months away, but we're hoping to do a bit of planning before then so that we can really make it useful podcast time. So we'll yeah. record a couple of in-person podcasts. Hopefully we yeah. might do some drinks out in Dunedin one night with any Dunedin listeners who want to come along. Mm-hmm. Or even like a maybe in-studio session yeah, at your house. Yeah, we'll do something. Where we do or a catch few up, meet and greet. Anyway, okay, sorry. Wrap that bit up because I went off on a bit of a... Ah, Five minutes of history and geography of New Zealand. <laughs> I just, you know, like some people don't. Know. So you'll make you're you're the one making it take longer now. Okay, Julie, how have you been? Uh, I've got a bit of a cold, so I've been feeling a bit sick and Aww. sorry for myself. The only problem with that is that my husband's actually a hospice GP, and mm. while he is a very lovely, empathetic person, I don't get much sympathy for having a cold. It's kind of no. just like. Well, you'll be fine, love. <laughs> oh, the colds are awful. I hate, you know, like every time I get a cold, you're, I'm reminded of like, oh gosh, this is just the worst. And I'm, yeah. yeah. To be fair, he doesn't really get, he doesn't, he's not one of those guys that gets a man flu. That's definitely right. me. <laughs> you get man flu. I do. I'm like, oh my God, that's the worst. How yeah. am I going to cope? But I'm, I'm oh. okay. I'm just feeling a little bit, you know, under the weather. <sighs> oh the top of your list it says upgrade c word like there's only one c word that comes to my head so what's going on so julie this is big news i have upgraded my crocs oh, jesus christ <laughs> crocs again with fluffy insoles and they're so good now i'm sorry that was just a really silly thing that i wanted to put because <laughs> i knew it would annoy you <laughs> Just for yeah. that, I'm going to taunt you with more pictures of mismatched socks. Yeah. Yeah, this is this. OK, so this is this is divided opinions. I wanted to bring in a little thing about divided opinions because Julie hates Crocs and I am now a convert for Studio Crocs. And also, Julie, I would have thought that you were a matched socks kind of person. I just don't have time in my day to match up socks. You save so much time. You just throw them all into the same wash. You take them all out and you just dump them in one drawer. It's so easy. And yeah, I do that. Like I do that. But then I, when I put them on, I have to have two the same. Why? Because they will feel different. The and only time it matters know. is when you're at the my airport feet and you have to take your shoes off. No, it matters every time. <laughs> <laughs> like what if one sock has a lower ankle than the other sock? <laughs> Your ankles will feel the world. Like just one keeps might be rotating. a bit, but one might be a bit colder. Or the the girth of the sock, you know, the thickness. <laughs> like that needs to be the same. I can't have one slightly hotter foot. <laughs> they need to be the same. This is. I've spent more time thinking about socks this conversation than I have any other day. Okay. And this is my point. Anyway. Like. Okay. Well, write in, please. DM us. Are you team odd socks or team matching socks? <laughs> we need to we need to find out. Uh, okay. Anyway, let's get back to some art stuff. So, I wanted to bring in the fail scale, Julie. Oh, okay, but what are we doing fail scale about? <laughs> so, I wanted to kind of like just see where you're at, and then I'll see where I'm at, 
on the fail scale. If one is like, whoops, I spilt my paint water, and 10 is like, whoops, I burnt down my studio. Like, <laughs> how are you feeling in a kind of, where are you feeling? What number are you kind of at, failure-wise? So for me, I think I'm probably sitting at about a four on the mm. fail scale. So I'm not, I haven't just spilt my paint water. I'm still feeling a little bit anxious and self-conscious and mm. worried, but I'm not like everything is awful. That's, that's all right. We'll dig into a that four. a bit. Yeah. Where, about okay. are you, where, where are you sitting? I mean, I'm probably a solid seven. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm sad that you're feeling so faily. Oh, I, I failed to get my newsletter out. I still haven't done that. that was, I wanted to do that by Sunday and it's Tuesday. I don't know what, what it is, but I've got a mental block about it. And I, and I, it's the first one. I've basically written it and I've got paintings on there that I want to mm. show people. And I think I'm just procrastinating because I know that if I put it out there and nobody wants those paintings or nobody like reads the newsletter or, you know, mm. it's crickets, then that's going to feel uncomfortable. So a bit of self-preservation going on there yeah yeah not but it's not really helpful in the long run no and then I'm doing this painting at the moment and it was going really well and then now I'm at this doing the shadow and like the end of yesterday after a whole day of painting I looked at it and I had to walk away because I literally nearly got the gesso out. Oh no, bent. don't do that. It's looking I great. I, I walked away. Just I take a bit. Away. Yeah. I think I need I was hungry. I hadn't really given myself enough food. I um No one needs a hangry painter. I no. And I left it too late to get lunch before picking up the kids. So I was sort of hang hangry. Yeah. I, I'd gotten to hangry. And I looked at it and I was like, that's awful. That's disgusting. What are you thinking? I, you need to paint over that whole thing. It's terrible. So that's why I'm at seven. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> but, you know, today's a new day. I've, I'm going to eat before I get yeah. in the studio. Become a fappy artist. Fappy? Yeah. Full and happy. <laughs> Full and happy artist. Full and happy. Yes. Yeah. I am not happy when I'm empty. Yeah, no. I'm not. Happy. My snack drawer is empty. I'm at the actually moment. always nearly a ten when I'm hungry. <laughs> I have to be honest. I've been a bit worried about you. I'm not entirely unconvinced that you're not a vampire. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like the other day, we recorded the podcast and it was quite late. It was like after ten, I think it was like ten thirty at night um, when we finished. And so what I did was then went to bed because <laughs> that's sort of like what normal humans kind of would do you know like quarter to 11 at night and then I woke up in the morning and I had a text on my phone that came that, that obviously I turned my phone off at, or like put it on airplane mode at night do you and really? then I yes why would you not do that I don't know that's why just seems not? really organized or like sensible <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be so surprised. Yes, no, this is this is this is the strange thing about me and you. Was there's, there's a lot of um, contradictory <laughs> contradictory things about our personalities. Like, I can't, you know, like it doesn't make sense to me that you are so organised in your life, but you want to wear odd socks and then keep your phone willy nilly on all night long for <laughs> some random stranger to call you. It's on silent, text. but it's still on silent. Hmm. 
But then again, I'm still getting up once or twice a night to feed Elfie. Ah, uh, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Uh, listen I to still a podcast. did that. I, t- I would just turn the Wi-Fi off. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the airplane off. I don't know. I just... Anyway, yeah. it's what I do. Anyway, you're right. We, um, got, we, we digress. That was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Need to devise a point um, system. <laughs> we went on more tangents. <laughs> and anyway, I woke up in the morning, turned my phone on, and I had a message that must have come through at like mid, I mean, like half past midnight. And it said, first edit done. And I was like, what? What do you mean you've edited it already? Like, how could you edited the podcast? already we just did it like <laughs> and I anyway I um I know that's you and that you you do you aren't uh, needing as much sleep as me this I'm like the, an old lady that needs <laughs> to sleep or a baby I'm like a baby <laughs> I need like 12 hours sleep a night no not 12 but like at least a solid nine I think that's probably a healthier way of being I mean I wouldn't advocate what I do yeah I don't, I mean, I think it's fine because that's just, you know, your thing. But I think I just worried about you with your deadline. I'm just worried that you, you know, like you're actually going to make yourself ill. No. And then what's happened? (laughs) She's got a cold. (laughs) She sneezed on cue. I'm going to take that out. No, that's staying in. It's not fair. You're, you can edit out all your bad bits. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll leave all yours in. I think the thing that worried me is, like, because your deadline is quite far away. But, uh, really. but close. Like, close but far away. I mean, it's not... I know, like, it's all relative, isn't it? Like, <clears> your deadline for your exhibition is, like, realistically, when would you want to post those pieces? Of? I have to post them in October. October. Okay, so October. October's still... It's not next month, you know? Like, it's not... But I get it. You want to get a lot done. But I'm I'm worried about the amount that you were trying to get done in what I considered to be quite an extreme time frame. I think I was worried more that you were not actually enjoying it anymore. And I think that's my my biggest thing is because for me, and maybe it's different because we are all different. But for me, if I put too much pressure on myself, then it becomes more. It becomes like a job. And a job, but a job that I don't like. Mm. And the the one thing I really want to protect about my art practice is that I never make it something that I don't enjoy and like. Mm. And that was my my question to you was like with this with this deadline and this like trying to get these big ones finished in like I don't know a month or whatever. Are you still enjoying the process? Because I and maybe I'm wrong, but I got this kind of feeling that you were. It looked a bit heavy and kind of less like you were actually enjoying doing the actual painting part no actually I've been in my element lately I know the late nights to some people are going to look a bit not sit well with them for me 12 30 is my normal and that's when I make myself cut off before kids I didn't have a cut off mm. and I'd be in there until like two three four in the morning wow. but now I set my I have to set myself an alarm because the nights when I forget to set an alarm to go inside I just keep working because I find I get in my groove I reckon about mm. 10 and then I just hit my happy place and so the other night when I was editing the podcast I was sitting here painting and just editing on the side right I just I don't know I don't get interrupted it's a really nice quiet still I'm in my zone mm. which is really nice but I feel like I've just found my pace 
with the florals lately. Mm. Um, and I've been doing a few things differently. And now nah, I'm pretty excited, I'd say, more than anything. I've certainly, the self-doubt has kicked in. I've had a few moments lately. I had one yesterday when I was on the phone to you. Yeah. Where I saw, and normally I wouldn't probably talk about this, but I kind of also feel like this podcast isn't going to work unless I admit to some of my vulnerabilities. And yeah. so it's getting, you're a bit more, you're a bit more comfortable doing that than I am. And so I'm getting used to sharing yeah. that bit I more. I think it's just, it's, it's takes time like I was mm. I definitely wasn't it's ta- taken a lot of time and and it I have you know done quite a few more podcast interviews at the yeah at the beginning it was really hard to be vulnerable and talk about stuff but I think as it you do more it do it more it becomes more comfortable and it is good to be yeah like I think you need to open up I, I want you to open up like I'm like Julie's an onion we're gonna get to the core <laughs> Well, I mean, I had a moment yesterday where, where we, we just booked the flights and I was absolutely elated and we were sort of dancing around. And then I opened up Instagram and saw an artist who I really love had started doing a work that I felt was, you know, similar-ish to mine and I got in my head about it and had mm-hmm. a moment and then you were just like, nah, just stop. Like, you don't look. Yeah. Stop comparing yourself. And I had a few... I had a few moments, I called a few people and then mm. I was like, you know what, I just have to get over it. I don't own yeah. the genre. Yeah. And the only thing that's going to happen if I keep the self-talk going is that A, I, I don't get to enjoy that person's art and that would be a real shame and B, it's going to impact what I do and I'd hate for that to happen as well. And there's yeah. enough room for more than one person painting more than one genre Yeah. and we do it differently and our work looks different and especially after having that chat ages ago about we had a podcast where we were talking about originality yeah I kind of just had to tell myself all of those things and go do you know what I put on my spicy song list had a little (laughs) dance got over myself was just like no this is just but it's hard it's really hard and I think this is the problem with social media is that we wouldn't have you wouldn't even know that if you hadn't Mm. got social media you know you wouldn't have even known any of this and that's why I said to you I think as much as you really admire that artist and you love their work and you're not in competition with them, it's probably right now, whilst you're in this place, a good idea to mute a couple of people that you can unmute later on. Exactly. And it doesn't, you're not unfollowing them. Just to protect your own mm. you know, mind, really. Yeah. You're just sort of protecting yourself from seeing something that's going to trigger you and into feeling insecure, you know? Yeah, when I got into the guts of why I think I reacted that way, it was that, oh God, people are going to compare us and I'm going to come up short. Yeah. And it's that. Which is not necessarily, you know, not true. <laughs> well, I don't oh. think it's true, but it's hard to tell yourself that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you're never, like, unless you're an egomaniac, you're not going to go, well, I'm going to, everyone's going to compare us and realise I'm the best. Like, you know, naturally we all want to say, we all want to think, or we just generally go to, I'm probably not as good as them exactly that's just how you protect yourself and I think it's because I've been having a few doubts about the exhibition lately and it's been like little things like I'd heard a few people who I respect talking about how people who develop a really good self sense of style have a more narrowed subject matter like they pick one thing and I was like Mm. oh god and here I am picking two things thinking that somehow I'm going to be the exception to this and I have you know had a little yeah. spiral about it and I've spoken to you about it and 
It was the thing that I was really excited about when I first started planning this exhibition, showing people Mm. both sides of my work in one space and sort of seeing how they play off against each other. And I haven't had the opportunity to do that yet. Yeah. And I lost, I got a bit sad because all of that self-talk was making me lose that excitement that I had originally. And then I had a friend yesterday who I was talking to say, I cannot wait to see them both together. And I was like, oh, it's not just me that's excited about that. And it's not, I think sometimes, the thing that worries me with podcasting sometimes is sometimes I hear things with people saying, oh, you should do things this way and you should do things that way. And it makes me feel a little bit insecure and I would hate to do that to other people. And I think that's why in so many episodes you and I have gone, oh, look, this is a caveat. This is just the way that we do things. You don't have to do it that way. And, you know, it's good, I think, that we're both quite different in the way we work and the way we practice because it does show that there are multiple ways to do things. Yeah, absolutely. But, I I mean, going to circle back to what you just said, I genuinely think that your unique selling point is that you have these two quite different genres that you well very different genres opposite genres I would say Hmm. and yet both have a thread of similarity and the way you paint them with your color palette and your composition and your well your paint style I suppose they complement each other really really well I would almost say it's like if I was going to say what your your exhibition is going to be like in a in a flavor term flavor scale here we go yeah here we go it's like salted caramel oh well that's my fave and like you know you have got the two opposites you know like sugar and salt like they are completely different they're on the opposite end of the scale and yet together perfect combination oh thanks absolutely sublime and like you there are people out there doing a whole exhibition of salt boring whole (laughs) exhibition of sugar also boring and then there's julie well i've got salted caramel for you (laughs) thank you very much and like i'm just so excited because in my head and i'm not sure how you're gonna um put this up but i'm seeing it as like you know like alternating like bing 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 you know cloud flower cloud flower cloud flower oh i've just hit my microphone i'm almost imagining that you're probably gonna pair them with like similar sort of compositions I don't know how you'll do this, but this is in my head. This is this even in Julie's exhibition. And um, <laughs> I just think that's just going to be so... Like, people probably might not... It might not get... Especially someone who's not an artist, they'll walk in, and they're not going to go, oh, I see. Yeah, I see. There's a similarity here. I see the thread, da, da, da. You know, unless they read the blurb or whatever. But subliminally, you're going to get that. You've got, you're going to, you know, notice... If you squint your eyes and you walked in the room, if you really squinted, you would you would be like, oh, this is all painted by the same person because look at the compositions and the colours. And then you open your eyes and you're like, wait, what? That's a massive flower and that's a cloud. And that's really precise and detailed and that's really loose and, you know, flowy. But yet, when you, it, you know, and from a kind of micro point of view, they're very, very different. But from a macro point of view they're very similar and that's just like that's it that's yeah that's the that is the unique selling point and that's what makes you special no oh, thanks mate it's um uh, do you know when this is what I was just thinking then when you were talking about my exhibition as though it was your own is 
and we might get into this a bit later because I think our chat today we're hoping will morph into a bit of a discussion mm. about um, studio besties is yeah. that you end up sharing each other's successes and, and troubles so like mm. whenever you have a success I'm like yes we did so well there or yeah. you get really invested in the other person's oh, work and it is 100%. so lovely and to hear your work or your ideas interpreted through their filter is mm. so nice like you messaged me this morning about a painting that you'd sold and I was like yes we sold a work <laughs> yeah I know I know there's uh, honestly I and this goes so bit of woo woo <laughs> here we go <laughs> here we go got my crocs on I'm gonna do some woo woo Julie are you ready Get my <laughs> are you feeling out. the prickly skin are you feeling uncomfortable in your odd socks um so I I'm not gonna lie I'm I've got kind of a spicy bill to pay at the moment that's causing me a bit of stress. I've got, you know, like money isn't exactly flowing. The My abundance for the year didn't quite sort of go to plan yet. Yet. We're only in, what, month five. So the other day I did a bit of a woo-woo thing where I was like, right, come on. Okay, abundance. Yes, money. I'm going to sell some things. I'm going to, I'm I'm going to. And I ha- I really just went deep into this like meditation where I just decided I'm so I'm going to allow my I'm going to allow myself to sell some things and it's going to be zero effort it's going to be things that are already out in the world and they're going to just sell I'm going to sell some things and then that was about a week ago week maybe two weeks ago just before the holidays perhaps and then yesterday when I was having a real real low kind of blippy moment of like self-doubt I, I found out that I've sold two things <laughs> in two different galleries and I was like oh oh my gosh it worked yay. yay and of course of course you can be cynical and say well that's got nothing to do with you <laughs> might have something to do with the hard work that you put in but <laughs> I you know, know. <laughs> and I, I know and, and it could have just it just you know happens anyway but I don't know there's something about I like the idea of like sort of saying okay I want this to happen and then it happening and I, I, I really like it. there's a cool um video that I saw of Jim Carrey talking about this because he, he's really? gone really yeah like he's gone he doesn't do acting anymore or anything like that he's gone hmm. really like spiritual and into like mindfulness and presence and stuff probably maybe even crocs now. <laughs> probably does <laughs> ah, me and Jim oh besties yeah and and he was talking about like how you know he kind of has gone into this like you know asking you shall receive from the universe type mindfulness thing which I just I love because I part of me is a huge skeptic part of me is a like massive you know like I believe in science and I'm very I like facts and stuff but then there is just a bit of me who is kind of excited and open-minded about just things beyond our control and serendipity and synchronicity and all of that stuff, which I just like, I don't know. I like to be, I almost like to kind of go, mm, not sure I believe it. So go on, prove it to me then. Go, you know. Oh, I do love I that you're woo-woo. And I've got to say, there's something about it that I'm obviously attracted to because quite a lot of my close friends are very <laughs> woo-woo. And like, I also We will like get the woo-woo I... out of juju. <laughs> I give you a lot of shit for it, but I mean, I you know. I, I know them. that it's all very lighthearted. I'm, yeah. I'm, I know that, like, 
you know, if you really didn't like it, you'd be like, you beat enough. I don't want to ever hear about it again. <laughs> One of my <laughs> other friends always jokes that she's going to send me crystals every time I do something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, don't do that bring... or I'm going to send you some crystals as <laughs> some like big punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your damn crystals to yourself. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so good. <laughs> Interesting that you're talking about how you envisage the exhibition. I've sort of only roughly planned how I'm going to, what I'm going to do and how I'm going to display it. I'm mm. still sort of very much working that out as I go, which is not my usual. Usually I would have had this all planned before I started, mm. but I'm very much sort of like piecing things together. Interesting. I was actually wondering because I sort of assumed that you already had decided on all of the photos that you were going to use as reference photos, but I've got, I can see here that you You've written that you don't like your cloud photos. So I'm, are you are you kind of at that, are you almost winging, are you winging it? A little bit. So I had, oh so gosh. the florals <laughs> I had had for a, a few of the images I've had for a little while and I've really wanted to paint them. And so the exhibition was like, yes, I get to actually get right. stuck into those, which is great. The cloud photos, I had a few that I already had taken and thought, yep, they'll make great paintings. But now I'm looking at them thinking, I think I want them to be more epic. I want Right. And I've got a new camera and so I'm like, I need to use the camera to get better photos and it needs to be but now I keep waiting. It's not like um it's not like flowers though, is it? You can't just go out and buy a cloud. <laughs> no, and the clouds have been really shit since then. So it's been like a month of me staring out the window going, Come on. I don't know, I'm contemplating doing some sort of a rain dance because I'm getting desperate. Oh, epic clouds up here today, Julie. Thanks, mate. That's hey, really you useful wanna fly- to me. <laughs> Do you want to fly up? <laughs> well, so I'm going no. on a trip later in the month and cool. I'm just like stoked really? because that means three or four flights. Yes. So out the window out first. The window, I've, yeah. You've done that before, haven't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, which I love. And they can, they they can, can lovely, be really yeah. fantastic. Or, But to be honest, trying to take photos with the kid on your lap, sometimes not so much. So that's exciting. But then also <laughs> there are generally – I've always had good luck with clouds in Auckland – and then I'm just hoping that the clouds in Fiji are going to be awesome. Oh, Fiji. Yes, they oh are. Oh, my God, Fiji clouds. Fiji clouds. Yes. But also I do like taking photos locally. It may just mean that at um, at bedtime I might have to leave my husband and just sneak off and go down to the water and get some good shots. Yeah. it's quite. That's quite fun, though. Like uh, Missing you know... bedtime, it is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Sorry, but I've got work like... to do. Have fun. <laughs> I've got some really important cloud photos I've got to take, actually, Chris. Oh, no, sorry. You don't sound like that at all. <laughs> that was a terrible... But also, generally, it means getting up at dawn as well, which, to be fair, is like six o'clock here, which is not that bad. No, it's... Yeah. I do option A, though, the evening ones. Yeah, missing out on bedtime is much better than getting up at six. But, yeah, I think it's quite exciting. It's quite exciting that you've, you haven't got all of the references that yeah though that's what I meant like um because in a way like that's I really want to take my cloud paintings to the next level and I just um that's what I was going to ask you about this whole next level thing I because you're like as far as I'm concerned as far as my opinion (laughs) I look at your work honestly like anything you paint and I just like my I'm my eyeballs sort of turn inside out because I can't even like get my head around how you've done things and like how good they are. 
You're like, it's good job we're friends because otherwise I probably wouldn't like you. <laughs> Purely out of a jealous kind of, how is she allowed to be that good point of view? Um, no, I think you're amazing. And I just, I like, you're like, I want, I want them to be better. And I'm like, I literally, I don't know how they could be better unless you actually paint, like, maybe you want to create a cloud. <laughs> out of paint that actually hangs in the air I don't know there's I can't see how you can get better like that's my thing it's like you're you're constantly trying to improve but I'm like you cannot improve on perfection it's already as amazing as like you that you can't make it any more real Julie you can't <laughs> unless you want to like I don't know sort of animate it which is impossible because it's an oil painting but um and then I saw this quote by I saw this reel that like um this artist I follow called She's getting Dorothy. the quotes in early, guys. It's not a quote. It's not a quote. It's not a quote. I said that wrong. It's, it was a reel by Florence Lee and Co. Do you follow her? No, Florence but I'm Lee? about to. Oh, she, you, Let me, I'm, I'm sure you do. I'm looking She's amazing. it up. She's oh. a portrait artist. Florence. Um, Florence Lee and Co. Um, I don't know who the Co is because it's only ever her paintings that I see, but. Um, I don't. I do now. You don't follow her? Oh, she's so good. She's. I love her portraits and she just is great on Instagram. I love her. Oh, and she anyway, she cool. d- she put a reel up the other day where she was said, I, f- I feel a bit funny about my work. I'm trying to improve and get better and it just doesn't feel like it's happening. And then she was talking to her son. I don't know how old her son is, but obviously quite young. And he his response was, why do you always have to improve? And then, you know, she said, out of the mouths of babes, you know, like they sometimes just say things like so honestly and it made her really think like, yeah, why why do I always, like, why can't I just be here right now and this be enough? Because mm. our work is beautiful and, you know, it's, it's good to strive to be better, obviously, like, you know, it is good to kind of want to, you know, improve your skills and da da da. But also to just be in I don't know celebration of how you are doing things right now and just Mm. not to get in that place where you're thinking ahead about how good the next thing has to be and actually just sit in like I'm enjoying this right now and I'm what I'm doing is good and actually look look I did did that and that's pretty fucking awesome that's no, a really nice sentiment, actually. It. And it's not it's not a space that I sit in often, but it's something mm. that I have been trying to do a bit more lately. I think for a few reasons. One is that sometimes I've been looking at my now sem- almost seven-month-old going, he's growing up too quick and mm. I just want to really enjoy these moments because I feel like, yeah. uh, sorry, a little bit of a divergence into motherhood, but I'll bring it back to painting. Just bear with yeah. me. Yeah. I struggled a bit with my first son and felt that I don't remember so many of these nice moments I remember a lot of the anxiety I'm really struggling yeah and then this time too. around I feel like I'm noticing every little smile and it's yeah. really lovely to be enjoying motherhood because last time I remember thinking everyone tells you that this is the best bit but all I, I can't see it at the moment yeah but and that's the difference between like anxiety and kind of um 
like contentedness i guess is yeah. that like when you're anxious you live in the future yeah and you spend the whole time thinking about the future and worrying about the future and not actually enjoying the mm. present when if you and when you're suffering from anxiety you know it's very very hard to be in that present moment so yeah yeah and, and when now obviously with your second son um and the same was for me with my third um child i I didn't experience as much of that anxiety and so therefore I could enjoy that present moment mm. much more and they're good lessons to bring into life you know but yeah I think I am getting there with my artwork as well like yesterday I finished off a layer of that hydrangea painting it's not mm. finished finished yet but I got to the point and I was like I'm actually quite proud of where I've gotten this to <laughs> quite and <laughs> it, I still can I see what I need to do but I had a moment where I was like, I had my music on and I was in the studio and the light was beautiful. And it was like, I'm just, this is good. And yeah. I've tried to do something different with one of my peony paintings, which normally for an exhibition, I would not be trying out new things. Right. But this time I'm like, no, I'm going to push it. I'm going to do something new. And I have started that and I think it's working. And if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like if yeah. it doesn't work out, whatever, it's fine. Wow. But I think, I know, who, who am I? Where's Julie gone? But I was you just... You sure you didn't get sent a crystal? <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know, was having a little boogie yesterday in my studio to Lizzo, painting my new peony with Yay. this different background going on, thinking I tried something and I think it's paying off and I was just enjoying the moment and it doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good that you're trying, rather than be thinking, like, I've got to be better, you can turn that into, I want to try something different. Yeah. So that's, you know, you're you're still growing, but you're not trying, you know, like, you're growing in a, a tangent rather than, like, mm. feeling like you need to keep going up. Like, because I, I don't know, but, like, a plant has a kind of maximum ceiling height, doesn't it? And it doesn't need to keep going up sometimes. Yeah. It can just branch off and have all these extra flowers and things mm. on. <laughs> Analogy moment. <laughs> but no, I, so think I feel like important. you, Julie, you've reached your maximum height, really, and now you're just branching off some new plants. Five foot flowers. flowers. <laughs> or two. Or whatever I am. <laughs> Do you know what I'm excited about? Um, sorry, this is going what? on another tangent. It's in my head you're really tall, but you're actually oh the same height God. as me. <laughs> Why am I tall? Someone else said this to me. A while ago, that they thought I was really tall. What are these tall vibes? Are you giving <laughs> like, serious tall person vibes? Do I? Yeah. In a good oh, way. I've always, I've always wanted to be tall. I'm five foot two and a half. I think I don't know what that is in centimeters. I think. What are you? Oh, I'm one fifty-seven in centimeters. We've had this discussion on the pod before. <laughs> Have we? I'm oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry. Ah, what's been going on? I can see that I'm going to tangent away from me now because I feel a okay. bit funny. Yeah. Talk to me about being cat trapped. The other day it rained all night and my cat didn't come in. Like we've got two cats and one of them's a bit more outsidey and then the other one she's really greedy so she always is like outside the door meowing at like 6am to come in. And she didn't. She wasn't there. And then, like, at 10 o'clock in the morning, I was starting to really panic and it was raining. She was... Tra I trapped her in my studio Aww. all night. <laughs> Did she ruin anything? No. I was convinced there was going to be, like, either a massive cat poo <laughs> or 
giant cat spew or a big cat wee, but she held on oh, till well like 10am, poor little thing. But she does love coming in my studio and sitting on my little chair. I've got two chairs, which I've, you know, I've got like special cat chair now. <laughs> you know, you're a cat person when... <laughs> when when you've you've had to and she doesn't like i bought a second chair in with a cushion for her but she know she wanted the original (laughs) chair so now i'm on the less comfy chair (laughs) and she's on the cat my original chair she's my little studio buddy and i think we'll circle this round to the chat because i i really love having a cat and i love having her in my studio because it is nice to have like another little living thing there but Definitely over the past couple of weeks during the holidays, I felt quite like I really missed you. I really missed talking to you as often as we normally do. And just... You're cheating on me with your family. I I was. (laughs) And I tell you what, the conversation was just... (laughs) (sighs) I made a lot of melty bead things. (laughs) It was fine. It just made me have a real deep appreciation, actually, of how how lucky I feel I am now. Mm. A kind of couple of years further into my art practice kind of journey or career or whatever you want to call this um, from when I started out. Because I I know when I started out, I used kind of Instagram a lot as a kind of way to connect with people. But that was just kind of messages and things like that um and it could still feel quite lonely in the studio painting and you know I had podcasts and whatnot but in the past you know year I suppose I've got friendly you know obviously much more friendly with you and there's another artist that I'm friends with who um we kind of do like an accountability thing that's um, so lovely which is yeah and it's really helpful for me and her I hope where you we touch base kind of we tried to do this more often recently but you know touch base at the beginning of the week and kind of say what we want to achieve and then kind of just check in with each other and then check in at the end of the week and just it's just really good because for me I need that I'm a Mm -hmm. terrible boss I run a very loose ship (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I need someone else and like having now you in my life has been great because just to be able to bounce ideas off Mm -hmm. and um and just alleviate that loneliness of of like because I looked at you as someone who was like extremely successful and capable and you know confident and just killing it in the art world and just all of this you know prior to like and then you got to know know. (laughs) 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 but no when I got to know you and you know realize that you know you might be a vampire but you're also human (laughs) (laughs) Um, like you know and that's very much goes both ways I was everybody's got flaws you know yeah but it is I for me the last few years as well and it has really been the last I think two or three years where I've found my art buddies that I talk to probably I'd say every day except for during school holidays where they cheat Mm. on me with their families (laughs) um and it does make the world a difference especially in those sticky moments when you're having those bits of self-doubt I know and it's that I can call those people and it's you know you and you know I've got probably two others that I rely on 
quite a lot actually just to tell me sometimes it's I need a little just snap out of it Julie and sometimes it's a <laughs> real encouragement and sometimes I've got yeah. one you know I've got two of you now that are checking in to saying now Julie are you being responsible are you getting enough sleep are you looking after yourself yeah and I am like last night because I wasn't feeling well I finished early, and early for me is 10 30 so maybe you know maybe I need to work <laughs> on it a little bit <laughs> yeah 10 30 is my late I had a late night last night it makes the world a difference, I think. Yeah. So I think what I was thinking about this in terms of like the podcast and, and you know, the community that we're kind of building here with all, all these other artists listening and things is I just really wanted to encourage if you're listening and you're feeling this way to try to find another buddy, another person that you um, can connect with and 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 you know together you use use each other as kind of something to bounce things off yeah and it's it's not just to celebrate the wins and that's lovely like whenever it is Mm. so nice to have someone that I can call when I've had a good moment and say yeah I sold this or yeah you know no 100% that that person on the other end is not like gonna be like oh cool so anyway I um yeah blah 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 me but you want them to be like so happy for you yeah but it's also the moments when things get a bit sticky it's when you're you're feeling self-conscious and vulnerable and low that those people Mm. will be there to pick you up and to tell you that your work isn't shit that like my friends yesterday telling me it's okay to have those moments but just know that your work is also great and yeah these are the things that are special about you and don't sit yeah. in that, shake it off. What can you do to make yourself feel better? And it does. You know, I had maybe half an hour yesterday and then I was brought out of something that I think previously I would have sat in that anxiety of I'm not good enough, this person's mm. better than I am for maybe a week, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I think you're right, absolutely. Like when I had that moment a couple of weeks ago when I found out that I had like misread the brief and I honestly, I was devastated and like burst into tears and like I text you straight away and then you're like oh buddy (laughs) it's always old buddy old buddy um and you're like do you want me to call and I was like no I can't even talk right now give me a minute and then like half an hour later I said okay yeah can can we have a chat and you did like you called me and pulled you know empathized I think that was the biggest thing is just sometimes that you don't actually there isn't a solution Mm. you just want someone to be like that is really shit and I'm sorry that that happened and I'm sorry you feel like this and just so you can like let all of that out and you know shake it off and get it all out and then and then you brought me round and you talked me through some solutions and you know within sort of 24 hours I had a plan and I had kind of got over it not got over it over it but you know I talked to my other friend my other friend and she was really empathetic and understood as well and then you know but by the end of those conversations it all circled back to you know what I just I just misread the brief it's not the end of the world Mm. and actually I have a plan and you know the paintings that they don't want are I don't have to put them in the bin they're great paintings that I'm still really happy and proud of and I can sell them elsewhere yay I've got four paintings spare 
you know and so it actually turned around so much quicker and like you say previously wow that would have been probably enough to make me email and say look I just don't think this is worth like perhaps mm. even me doing and I think maybe this isn't going to work and shoot myself in the foot yeah it is it can be really tough and I think that's the thing is that when you find people that yes like you just said can empathize and sometimes you don't need someone you don't want someone that's going to try and fix things for you but help you find a solution eventually when you're ready for that Mm. but I think also it's sometimes you need someone to tell you some of the harsh realities as well when you're ready for it (laughs) not you know (laughs) there's a time and read your audience yeah but I know sometimes I will I've got a friend who's locally in Dunedin and sometimes I've asked her in the past to come over and say I just need another set of eyes on something yeah like and she's been the one that's been like oh I think I love this area, but maybe you just need to, this bit here needs to be resolved somehow. Yeah. Um, and that has been worth its And there weight. has to be a lot of trust. Oh, yeah. There's not many people I could ask and who I would take their opinion on board. Yeah. For people out there listening, and if you're sitting there going, oh, but I don't know anyone, like, I don't know anyone who I could ask like that. I mean, I didn't. I didn't know Julie. Mm. I've never met her. I've never met you in my life. <laughs> we um, started just sending each other little voice memos ages and yeah. ages ago. Or, D, you know, like a DM about yeah. I had an issue, I had a problem with postage or something and I put mm. it up and Julie messaged and was really helpful and lovely and gave me some lovely advice. And then, and then you know, I think a few DMs and it would just, it kind of evolved and I realised like we had a lot of things in common as far as our sense of humour and our, you know, like general kind of, I don't know, personality traits and things. As much as we're very different, there are obviously things that overlap the venn diagram of julie and phoebe there's this like <laughs> bit in the middle <laughs> which is just like a sweet spot of love loveliness and and you know and then it was like it kind of evolved and it could have just stayed like that i mean if we hadn't turned this into a podcast it could have just you know, it's just stayed as a thing on instagram dms and that's absolutely fine but you know there's going to be someone else out there if you just keep looking and just say like hey would you if you find someone you think that, you know, you're having a nice chat in the DMs with who's another artist, you could just say, hey, you know, would you want to be like accountability buddies or would you want to, mm. would you mind helping me with this and then I can help you with something, with some advice or whatever. It's just so good to have that. And so I was thinking to make it, to, to kind of help you guys, if you think that you are wanting to find some friends and art friends and you're not quite sure how to go about it perhaps on a post you could put the hashtag flat friends and if you find someone with the hashtag flat friends that's like an invitation that they might want to be a flat friend that's so sweet (laughs) so um yes flap spell f-l-a-a-p and then friends hashtag um put it i'll put it in the show notes and you could use that in a caption or a post and um let's start a movement Let's start a movement. Let's let's not be lonely anymore. On that, sorry, just having... Yesterday, I put it up on the stories. There was another artist, I think it was Amy Compton, I'm going to have to figure it out, um, did a story with a moustache and I was like... Yes, yes, story with a moustache. I love it. It could be like the secret symbol, like the... Yes. What's it, the Masons? They have a handshake. (laughs) 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 If so, you do a story with a moustache, that's like a, that's like an invitation. Yep. 
to be a flat friend. I love it. I love it. Bring it on. I'm all about this. Oh, yay. But I think also there's a certain amount of actually, you know, spend some time reading people's captions. If If someone's asking for, you know, often I see people on Instagram asking for advice or what do you think of this or, you know, take the time to write a thoughtful reply. Mm, and it means so much yeah it may not always lead to something and sometimes it's just helpful when someone's asking for help with shipping or mm. they're having problems with the painting or and it's not don't offer them a solution if they're not looking for it but sometimes yeah. hey I felt like that too or yeah I'm sorry yeah. to hear that you're feeling that way I, you know I think your art is x y or z however you feel about their art or mm. Actually, I think you've got to spend time trying to connect with people in order to get it back. I think you don't just, it's not just going to yeah. be a matter of use the hashtag and then find a friend. Like, no. These things take time and effort. And I think we forget that sometimes. I think that Instagram has become a little bit more scrolly, scrolly and less yeah. interactive. So, yeah. I, I think stories, stories, stories are quite a good way to do that because it's much easier to then turn that into a DM kind of conversation. Mm. Yeah. And it might be that you need to get vulnerable. It doesn't mean that you need to put a story up with a moustache on your face and you saying, hey, guys, I've got no mates and I feel really sad and lonely. <laughs> like, I mean, you can do that if that's you're feeling that jam. But it could be that you just put a, you know, a photo with some text and be like, hey, um, struggling a bit with X, Y, Z. Um, and then, you know, you could put the hashtag flat friends or whatever in there and just be like, has anyone had the problem with this? let me you know dm me if if you've experienced this and then that could open up a nice conversation yeah from that i'm just going to do a little bit of oh, uncomfortable self promotion um it's been on my kind of bucket list for a really long time but i am thinking of and it possibly might even be something that comes out or has come out by now but I'm I am thinking of offering um, like coaching for artists to help them um, with issues and struggles and things like that. So if you are listening to this and you want to subscribe to my newsletter and find out a little bit more about that, or go on my website and find out more about that, hopefully this will give me the incentive that I've got a week to get that organised. Um, because sometimes you do need a bit more than just a friend, um, and I really have always loved helping other people. I used to do a Tip Tuesday thing on my Instagram um, that was really, like, resonated with so many people and I got so many messages and so much feedback about that. Um, Just, you know, things that I found quite easy or I found a solution to or, you know, had tried and found success with blah, blah, blah. Um, And then I I think I kind of realised from that that, I don't know helping others overcome struggles that I've already overcome is something that is I'm just I don't know why but I just really love it and I love it when when other people think they've got a problem that's really really difficult and I'm like oh actually why don't you do xyz and and it helps them yeah I feel like that'll be a really good fit for you I feel like people you put enough of yourself out there now that people mm. know who you are they know what they're going to be getting and yeah. you're really good at that side of things like I feel like you're you've got a lot to give in terms of people who are just starting out and even people who are a bit more experienced to help them find their way a little bit 
Yeah. I just want to, I mean, really, you know, because I, I don't like, like we talked before, I don't like it when I see things out there, especially lots of like sponsored adverts and stuff at the moment, where it's like, do these five things and you will instantly get a six figure salary or <laughs> the way to sell X amount of money paintings per month is blah, blah, blah. And it's all very mm. formulaic and all you have to do is one, two, three, and I'll show you how to do that with this course, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and it just really makes me feel sick. I can't stand it. I was I, listening to a podcast the other day. I think it was one an interview with the girls from Shameless, and they were talking about how they have a giggle whenever anyone talks about their six-figure salary. And one of them was like, that's like a $900,000 variable in that six-figure salary amount as well. I'm like, yeah. But, yeah, no. I'm not going to be promising that that's not what I'm going to be about I'm I really want to do just some gentle hand holding and encouraging words and just troubleshooting and you know hopefully being kind of a sounding board and giving someone a different perspective and just some of my knowledge and sharing that and hopefully helping people that way so yes anyway oh it's awkward I feel funny talking about it but I no one's going to know about it if I don't mention it ever so there you go that's it but moving on (laughs) I'm excited to see how that goes I think I'm really excited for you no I am I am am excited about doing it I am I'm really excited about doing it I just don't like promoting myself (laughs) I know it always feels awkward (laughs) but this is so I we might you might want to take this out you let me know Mm. I think one of the things that I find that we've talked about a lot and that you work on on yourself is that you always want people to come to you without you asking. Yeah. So like when I know ages ago when we were talking about galleries, you were waiting for a gallery to approach you and mm. it was sort of us talking through that process of, no, do you know what, sometimes you've got to approach them mm. and that's how that process works. And it's just the same. Like you've yeah. got to let people know that there's something there for them, for them to yeah. want to reach out and take it. Like people aren't going to go yeah. and find your web, look at your website and go, oh, I wonder if she's got any prints yeah. or any coaching you've got to tell them that it's there first I know oh but just so you know like anyone listening it's normal to feel uncomfortable and and find that I think it you know like it's a universal thing to feel uncomfortable about sort of promoting yourself it's so much easier if it was like Julie doing it I would be shouting from the rooftops about how wonderful and amazing she is but you know what yeah. When, when when I was listening back to editing that Prince podcast and we were talking about the people, I was looking at Jen Sievers and Sierra Roberts thinking, I love what they do. And mm-hmm. remember you saying, I've never, ever thought of them as being salesy. I'm like, no, but they're mm-hmm. out there telling people about their work. And I yeah. went back and looked when I was doing those prints, those cloud prints that I did, I found two images. <laughs> I'm like... Two. <laughs> So these days, I think you've got to keep showing people. Oh, you do. You have to tell people. No one is psychic. <laughs> um, oh, I know. We're going to get better at it, though. This is it. This is this is like, this is why it's good to have each other and buddies because yeah. they are the people that go, "Come on, you can do it." Like you're the one that's been going. Yeah, you'll be really good at this, you know. And my husband too, whose, you know, whole job is coaching basically. And, working with um in education like coaching people and training people and he's like you're really good at this you always give me great ideas <laughs> for mm. my job and I I just know that I'm going to be good at it but I just 
but it's just taking that leap isn't it to, yeah. to sort of put it put yourself out there that's the hard part yay hard part done <laughs> <laughs> moving on along have we got any fails for this week um i've got one here from fox star paints um at fox star paints on instagram and she said there are so many but this one will make you laugh my art failure was while watching a live painting class on my laptop and trying to paint at the same time, my three ounce jar of ultramarine blue paint got tangled in my earbud cord. <laughs> I didn't know until I heard the pop and felt and felt all the paint up the front of me, across the floor, across the room, floor wall, furniture. I missed the entire class trying to get everything cleaned up. Moral of the story, keep yourself untangled and the lids on your paint. <laughs> oh no. Ultramarine blue is so strong as well. It's so strong. <laughs> and like a live class where you can't pour it, pause it and you're just like... <laughs> so I think now we'll do some artist shout-outs. And I forgot to say last week, just in case there anyone new, when we're doing an artist shout-out, it's just a little supportive um, shout-out for anyone that's got new and upcoming ex- exhibitions or work releases. And just a little reminder to people to go and check those people out, give them some support. It can be really tough to put your art out there and mm-hmm. so show them some love yay do you want to read out the first one um yeah the first one here is and i didn't know i didn't see these beforehand but um this is from amy jobs um at amy jobs art and she's actually from north devon and lives kind of near where i used to live and i think um, we've got another geography yeah, lesson I know, coming up I know who she, you know I know, actually know who she is so hello Amy yeah. uh, she has a solo art exhibition called Eternal Source um, her first ever solo show is being hosted by Salt and Sands Hotel lovely hotel amazing view from that one Salt and Sands Beach fun fact for you um, Robbie Williams recorded his <laughs> video for the song Angels on that beach there you go um, in North Devon it's in England on the 13th and 14th of May with a preview evening on Friday the 12th of May. May. Please sign up to my mailing list at Amy Job spell Amy at J-O-B-E-S dot com if you'd like an invite to the preview. I wish I was there. I would go along. Good luck with that, Amy. <laughs> so the next one is from Grace Thresher and she's at Grace Thresher and this one is called Shaw and it's an exhibition presented by the Sunset Collective from the 16th of May to the 3rd of June at the Franklin Arts Centre. So the opening lunch is on Saturday the 20th of May at 12pm featuring a range of artists. I'll put all of their names in the newsletter. Um, free entry and everyone is welcome. The last one is Frankie Wild Art and uh, that is she is at the Auckland Art Show. 150-ish artists of different disciplines coming together to show and sell their work from the 18th through the 21st of May at The Cloud in Auckland. There are also talks, demonstrations, food and music. And she has four spare day tickets for either the 19th, the 20th or the 21st of May to give away. Oh, if I was in Auckland, I would be getting on board with that so check her out and we'll put the link to send her a message if you live in Auckland and want to grab one of those yay awesome have you got a quote this week Julie well I do it's a bit of a longer one so it came from an article on AI called the problem of photography it's a really Mm. interesting article it's a bigger discussion that we'll save for another day yeah we will like just to highlight that I think 
AI is a huge thing, obviously, at the moment. And we've had a lot of people asking us if we're going to discuss it. And I think we will. I think we need to dedicate an entire episode to it. So. I think so too. I'll put a link in the newsletter to this article because I do think it was a really good one and definitely worth a read. And in this article, so musician Nick Cave, a fan sent him a song that had been written in the style of Nick Cave and asked for his thoughts. And I just loved his response. So his response was, this song is bullshit a grotesque mockery of what it is to be human. What makes a great song great is not the close resemblance to recognisable work. Writing a good song is not mimicry or replication or pastiche. It is the opposite. It is an act of self-murder that destroys all one has strived to produce in the past. And I just, I love Mm. Nick Cave and I just think he's so well-spoken and thoughtful. Anyway, Mm. go check that out. Interesting. Interesting article with some great points. Definitely, definitely good. Interesting. Gosh, it's a can of worms. Tiny robot worms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, have you got any quotes this week? Oh, just a really quick quote that kind of tied up what we were talking about before, which is sometimes you've got to create what you want to be a part of by Jerry Weitzman. And so I think, you know, if oh, you nice. are lonely and if you want to create a, get a community, um you have to create it you know you have to get out there and make it yourself and then you can find those people and lift each other up thank you all so much for joining us this week just a reminder to go and subscribe to the newsletter because it's always got the show notes and a bunch of recommendations in there uh you can Um, find us on instagram at fail like an artist and you can find us personally at our own pages i'm at Julie Battisti or www.juliebattisti.com and Phoebe is at I'm at Phoebe Gander Art on Instagram and my website is www.phoebegander.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you can share the podcast with one good art buddy, yeah, that'd be great. And um, if you want to buy us a coffee, go ahead. There's a link in our bio. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Julie, for the chats. Always lovely. And I'm sure we will chat again. But until next week, for everyone else, let's chat soon. Bye bye. Bye. Keep paling. Bye bye. <laughs> You're coming to Dunedin. I think we needed a drum roll. Oh dear. Hang on, wait. No, you can put one in, a sound effect. Oh, you want to actual drum roll. Yeah. Come on, let's start again. Okay.